Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. A lawmaker working to prevent a type of harassment becomes a victim of it. I'm Acacia James. Hotels fighting against human trafficking. It's such a critical global issue. I'm Nick Alinelli. 8 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Staples. I'm Linda Kenyon in Washington. President Biden speaks later today in Warsaw about the international effort to support Ukraine as the Russian war begins its second year. I'm Stephen Portnoy in Warsaw. The president's remarks here come hours after Vladimir Putin delivered his annual State of the Nation address in Moscow. In a speech that ran nearly two hours, Putin railed against the West, accusing the U.S. and its allies of starting the war. We were doing everything possible, really everything possible, to settle that problem by peaceful means. The president's national security advisor responded in a call with reporters this morning. There's a kind of absurdity in, in the notion that Russia was under some form of military threat from Ukraine or anyone else. The Russian president is pulling out of the new STAR Treaty, the last remaining nuclear arms control pact it had with the United States. NATO Secretary General Jen Stoltenberg decries the move. More nuclear weapons and uh, uh, less arms control makes the world more dangerous. The treaty, which implemented a global ban on nuclear weapons tests, has been in place since the Cold War. The Supreme Court hears arguments today in a case involving a lawsuit against YouTube parent company Google. Thane Rosenbaum is a CBS News legal analyst. Google's position is that they are not just some internet bulletin board where third parties post their homemade videos. People come to YouTube to use the search function, which relies on algorithms to give viewers choices of what else they can watch. The case involves the family of an American college student killed in a terrorist attack in Paris in 2015. The family says YouTube should be held responsible for ISIS videos posted on its platform. An arrest has been made in the weak murder of a Catholic bishop at his home in Los Angeles. This is the husband of the bishop's housekeeper, and the suspect had previously done work around the bishop's residence. L.A. Sheriff Robert Luna. How about working four days a week instead of five? Well, they tried it out in the U.K. Business owner Joseph Dance was skeptical when asked to test a four-day work week. The numbers haven't lied. We have physically delivered more work. In all, 61 British businesses gave their workers a paid day off each week and recorded equal or improved productivity, as well as a drop in worker turnover and absenteeism. The trial ended in December, but 90% of the firms say they'll stick with that system for now. Vicki Barker, CBS News. London. In Orleans. Today is Fat Tuesday. Mardi Gras. This is CBS News. Staples stores are a new world of possible with innovative tools for small business and remote workers and learners. Explore more at your local Staples store or staplesconnect.com. It's 8.03 on Tuesday, February 21st, 2023. We're at 47, going up to the mid-60s today. could see some more rain too good morning i'm michelle bash and i'm john aaron the top local stories we're following this hour our area has not received even one inch of measurable snowfall this winter it's a major difference from our usual snow average across the last 30 years of about 14 inches so could we see some snow next month 
It usually happens every few decades. There's been four winters total where Reagan National Airport has had less than an inch of snow. That's in the 120 plus years of recorded weather history. Last time, though, was just three years ago. Storm Team 4 meteorologist Chad Merrill says there's still a chance we may add to our total. It will come when a stratospheric warming event is going to knock a polar vortex filled with cold air through the D.C. area for the last two weeks of March. That would be our only hope for snow accumulation in the D.C. area would be the middle to the end of March. Once that cold air finally swings across the northern hemisphere and gets into our neck of the woods. Luke Luger, WTOP News. New this morning, a person is dead after a crash in Montgomery County. It happened around 5 this morning on the inner loop of the Beltway after Old Georgetown Road near Rockville Pike. A spokesperson with the Montgomery County Fire and Rescue Department says the vehicle caught fire after it went off the road and crashed into a tree after the driver did. One person described as a young adult died at the scene. Another person was taken to the hospital with minor injuries. There are traffic delays in that area this morning as officials investigate what happened. Stay with WTOP, of course, for the latest traffic on the 8s. People who live along Route 210 in Prince George's County are fighting a continuous battle against speeding. The latest round of that flight will take place this Thursday in Annapolis. Safety leader Ron Wise says without action in the General Assembly, the law providing three speed cameras on Maryland 210 is set to expire. Right now, we have a sunset of September 30th of this year. A bill getting a Thursday hearing in the House Environment and Transportation Committee would allow the three cameras to stay. This bill is vital. The bill would also boost fines. A second bill would allow up to 10 speed camera road in Prince George's County, It's a road that safety leader Reverend Robert Screen says is the region's deadliest. That small, intense part of the roadway stands alone any other place in the state of Maryland, any other place in the DMV. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. A Maryland lawmaker working to prevent cyber flashing or the sending of unsolicited sexual images through online platforms says she became a victim of the harassment herself. Delegate Leslie Lopez says she received the sexually explicit image through a message Twitter. Recently, she sponsored a bill that would create a task force to figure out how to respond to and prevent the harassment. This effort began when my friend reached out to tell me that she had been receiving illicit images and asked what protections might be in the law. Well, what I found was that there were no protections, but instead there was a large gaping loophole that has a huge impact on women. Virginia already has laws on the books against cyber flashing. Meantime, in D.C., Councilmember Brooke Pinto recently introduced legislation that would punish people who do it. Acacia James, WTOP News. The Justice Department wants to seize money given to the white supremacist who rammed his car into counter-protesters at the 2017 Unite the Right rally in Charlottesville, killing one of them. James Fields Jr. is serving a life sentence at a federal prison in Missouri. Court filings reviewed by CBS News show as of December, Fields had almost $800 in an account he can use to buy things from the prison commissary. The money was transferred into the account from various people whose names are sealed. Prosecutors want to seize some of that money because they say Fields has only paid off a fraction of the more than $81,000 in restitution and fines he owes. Coming up after traffic and weather, are you thinking about a trip to Europe? In today's Eye on Travel, Peter Greenberg tells us there are many bargains to be had. It's 8.07. Hiring the right talent is my number one priority for my growing company. I used to believe that if you post it, they will come was the only way to recruit new employees. However, after months of being ghosted by candidates and having more empty chairs than employees made me fire the dot-coms, 
and reach out to 2060 Digital. Their team of experts created and managed a custom marketing strategy to help me reach and hire the best candidates for my growing company. Their social media experts created ads that highlighted our facility. Their experts developed A-B testing strategies to find the best time to reach them. And the best part, 2060 Digital is a Google Premier Partner. So when my audience searched for available jobs online, we topped our competitors in search engines. See what they can do for you by visiting 2060digital.com. 2060 Digital, building campaigns that connect. 808, Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $69. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s, and Rita Kessler says it is a busy morning. It is a busy morning. Everybody back to school and back to work after the holiday weekend, and we have delays all over the place. You need to give yourself some extra time going. Here's the incidents that are causing some of these delays. If you're in the district in Northwest, it is Connecticut Avenue near the zoo, now under police direction for a crash involving an overturned vehicle. Inbound Suitland Parkway after Alabama Avenue. Callers have reported the crash in the right lane, also seeing delays approaching 295 and the Douglas Bridge. Both directions of 295 were slow, trying to head toward Benning Road. The crash had been reported in the northbound direction. Now, on the Beltway, it is the inner loop after Old Georgetown Road. The right side still blocked with the ongoing crash investigation involving a vehicle off the road to the right. We'll also find on the inner loop of the Beltway delays before St. Barnabas Road headed toward 210 and the Woodrow-Wilson Bridge with nothing reported. In Maryland, eastbound I-70 near 40 in Ellicott City and Marriott'sville Road, that was a crash. Southbound Branch Avenue after Silver Hill Road, a single lane gets by the crash. Stay to the right to get by. Expect the northbound rubbernecking delays. Westbound 32 after 175, a crash on the right side. And westbound 100 after Route 2 or Ritchie Highway. That was also a report of a wreck. We still have big delays uh, on the southbound Fairfax County Parkway after Braddock Road is where the crash was reported. Southbound on the George Washington Parkway near Bell Haven Road, the crash on the left side. Northbound near the scenic overlooks, a single lane gets by a scheduled work zone. And then from 123 toward the Beltway are the delays with a single lane getting by that work. Northbound 95 is still very heavy through Fredericksburg getting into Stafford. The earlier crash after 630 in Stafford, however, was moved over to the left shoulder. Looking for a safe used car? Fitzgerald Auto Mall has hundreds of good cars, trucks, and SUVs. Next to a new car, if it's way used car is best, visit fitzmall.com today. I'm Rita Kessler, WTOP Traffic. And now to Chad Merrill with your forecast. A little bit of wet pavement out there for the latter half of the morning commute, but then lots of sunshine will quickly dry things out. A brief shower or thunderstorm early this afternoon. Don't be surprised to hear that rumble of thunder. And then the winds will pick up and temperatures will be in the 60s. Clear skies with 30s and 40s overnight, but don't get used to it. Lots of cloud cover. Highs only around 50 with mist and sprinkles on Wednesday. Wednesday. Highs on Thursday. Get this record territory near 80 degrees before a cold front drops us back into the 50s on Friday. I am Storm Team 4's Chad Merrill. Yeah, not there yet. 41 in Manassas, 39 in Frederick, Maryland, and 46 at Metro Center. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 20% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. It is 8-11. The whole idea of hotels is to provide the best possible experience for guests. But sometimes for hotel employees, it gets a lot more complicated than that. 
Fighting against human trafficking is a challenge for hotels, and Bethesda-based Marriott International is leading the charge. Human trafficking is a scourge on humanity, and unfortunately a lot of it happens using hotels as an environment. Marriott CEO Anthony Capuano telling Yahoo Finance Live that more than a million Marriott employees have gone through a specialized human trafficking prevention training program. We actually made the Marriott training available to all of our peers in the industry. That means other hotel chains have been using it too, including Hilton and Hyatt. It teaches employees how to identify signs of human trafficking, monitor situations, and intervene to help victims. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. Interest in pickleball has jumped 275% over the last few years. Yelp says Americans are searching for ways to fill chunks of leisure time, and pickleball is a favorite. The Sports and Fitness Industry Association says it's the fastest-growing sport in the U.S. It's similar to tennis, but participants are closer to the net and use a smaller racket. I'm Peter Greenberg, and this is today's Eye on Travel Minute. Are you planning a trip to Europe this summer? You might be pleasantly surprised to discover that many cities are still relative bargains, helped in no small part by the strength of the U.S. dollar against many foreign currencies. In Athens, prices have dropped 15% since 2021, and that's across the board for everything from a taxi ride to breakfast, from clothing to food. Lisbon weighs in as perhaps the best value for a three-course meal, averaging just $50. And a beer? About $3. In Lithuania, Four-star hotels average just $75 a night. Other inexpensive European cities? Sofia in Bulgaria, Tirana in Albania, and Riga in Latvia. For more information, visit petergreenberg.com. I'm Peter Greenberg, and this is today's Ion Travel Minute. Want to go someplace new? Yeah, you do. See something new. Learn something new. Meet someone new. Nate B in the house. There's always something new under the sun. CBS Mornings, weekdays on CBS. As a child, were you told to eat your vegetables? If so, that may have been sage advice. Deborah Feinstein talks with Dr. Julie Bauman, director of the George Washington University Cancer Center, about green chemo prevention research, cancer vaccines, and more. For WTOP's Get On Top of Your Health series. There are a number of different ways in which people can take control of their cancer risk. One of those things that makes a really significant difference is the consumption of plants in one's diet. Your research is focusing on what's called green chemo prevention. Green chemo prevention is the use of plants or their simple extracts to prevent cancer or interrupt the pathways that lead to cancer. My work studies the cruciferous vegetable family, broccoli, kale, Brussels sprouts, cabbage, and is investigating the substances that live within plants that upregulate the body's capacity to fight environmental carcinogens and reduce inflammation in the body, the bad inflammation that leads to chronic disease, including cancer. Give us your ideas of things that people should be on the lookout for. Make sure that you're detecting and reporting anything that is abnormal in your body, a new lump or lesion, and being up to date on vaccinations, specifically the HPV vaccination, because human papillomavirus is responsible for at least 5% of cancers and is eminently preventable. The lessons learned from HPV vaccination are some of the most exciting things when we start to think about the use of the human immune system to prevent cancer. For more information about the GW Cancer Center, go to cancercenter.gwu.edu. 
or visit WTOP.com and search Top Health. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. And Dave Preston is back talking spring training. Yes, the Nationals' full squad works out today, but pitching is always on our minds. Patrick Corbin fighting back from three subpar seasons. General Manager Mike Rizzo's glass is half full, but with the big if. I give him credit. Takes the ball every game. Sits at his locker to uh, answer questions from you guys every day. He's a true pro. He's giving to the young players, uh, and uh, you know that's that's all on the on the plus side for him. But he's he's uh, he's got to perform better. Corbett's ERA since he was the winning pitcher in Game Seven of the World Series five point eight one over seventy three starts. NHL Capitals got Tom Wilson back in the lineup last Saturday. Nick Dowd practicing yesterday. That's good news for Coach Peter Laviolette's team, who's dealing with a four game losing streak. I think our guys understand that um, nobody's happy with the first loss. And then three more after it, you're certainly not happy. Everybody is well aware. You know, we talk about the importance of the game, and certainly tomorrow falls into that category. And guys know that. And so what we talked about was getting better, how to get better, how to play better. Even worse than a four-game losing streak, a five-game losing streak. They take on Detroit tonight, and uh, the Red Wings are one of those teams that are chasing the wild-card berths with the Caps' 7 o'clock start. On 1500 AM, men's college basketball, Howard loses at Morgan State, 89-76. The Howard women beat Morgan State 64-56. Dave Preston, WTOP Sports. 817. She was a Georgetown graduate who is advancing in her career at the Aspen Institute when a fire took her life this weekend in Silver Spring. And now we're hearing from those who knew and loved her. My daughter was, you know, a lovely person. Cesar Diaz is the father of 25-year-old Melanie Diaz. Melanie was killed in a fire at the Arrive Silver Spring apartment building in the city's downtown on Saturday morning. She gave you a lot of love, so that's why maybe God say we need you here. Her father speaking to our news partners at NBC4. In a statement, Greg Grishoni, executive director of the Aspen Institute's Energy and Environment Program, says Melanie worked for the Institute for two years and recently focused on climate issues. He says Melanie accomplished so much in her all-too-brief time on the planet. But more importantly, though, he says Melanie was truly kind, thoughtful, and a caring human being who will be terribly missed. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. Coming up after traffic and weather, the top stories we're following for you this hour. Russian President Vladimir Putin blames the West for his war in Ukraine. Putin made the comments during his State of the Nation speech today. The winter has been a bust for snow lovers around here. Could we finally see some snow in March? And Metro says it's increasing the number of trains on the red line, shortening the wait for riders. Stay with WTOP for more on these top stories in just minutes. 818. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Rita Kessler's trying to get you through a tough morning today. I certainly am. And what I do know is there are delays everywhere. Wherever you're trying to go, give yourself some extra time as everybody else is trying to get somewhere as well. Now we do have a new problem reported in Maryland, northbound 270 after 80 in Urbana uh, near the scenic view. That's a report of a wreck. So watch for the delays. Southbound, not fun. Delays out of Urbana headed to 109. Then pretty much from Clarksburg all the way onto the southbound 270 spur, onto the outer to the American Legion Bridge. Now, if you're on the inner loop of the Beltway after Old Georgetown Road, the right side remains blocked with the ongoing crash investigation of the vehicle that went off the roadway to the right. 
into a tree. Not a huge delay on the inner loop, but that's the reason why you're tapping the brakes. Uh, you're also going to find in the district delays on both directions of DC 295 headed toward Benning Road. The earlier wreck had been northbound. Looks like that may have cleared. Both directions of the freeway are slow headed toward the 3rd Street Tunnel with nothing reported. And inbound on the Suitland Parkway after Alabama Avenue, the right lane was blocked with a crash. Connecticut Avenue near the zoo. You're under police direction for the crash involving an overturned vehicle. Expect there to be diversion points in place. Eastbound I-70 near 40 in Ellicott City. The crash cleared out of the roadway, so the travel lanes are open, but we still see the backup. Southbound Branch Avenue after Silver Hill Road and Iverson Street. The right lane gets by the crash. Northbound is where you're seeing the rubbernecking delays. While in Virginia, northbound 95 remains slow out of Fredericksburg, passing 630 in Stafford. That earlier wreck was over on the left shoulder. Southbound George Washington Parkway near Bellhaven Road. The left lane was blocked with the crash and northbound from 123 toward the Beltway. A single right lane gets by the work. We're still seeing major delays on the southbound Fairfax County Parkway trying to head past Braddock Road with the wreck and at one point westbound Franconia Springfield Parkway, the ramp to the metro station was blocked with a crash, meaning you'll have to take Frontier Drive to access the metro station. In the fight against COVID, you've got options, Virginia, like boosters to fight variants and treatments if you're sick. Go to vdh.virginia.com gov slash coronavirus or call 877-VAX-IN-VA. I'm Rita Kessler, WTOP Traffic. And Chad Merrill with Storm Team 4. How weird is it for this time of year to get thunder? Yeah, actually, we've had it on a couple of occasions, about uh, four or five years. We've had uh, lightning and thunder in the afternoon in February. But yeah, I mean, just those couple of years and the most recent one, I think it was 2017. <laughs> so... Don't be surprised to hear a rumble of thunder. And the system that's going to cause it is right now across the eastern Ohio Valley producing a couple of showers. As that races off east of the Appalachians, the best chance will be between about noon and 2.30 p.m. Ultimately, there's the best chance for severe weather along the I-95 corridor from Philadelphia to New York City, believe it or not. Now, the winds will turn gusty behind this front. So a brief shower, thunderstorm, and then gust up to 35 miles an hour locally, 40 to 45 miles an hour gust along the west of Route 15, where there could be some small twigs that come down just from the gust alone. Now, behind this boundary, we're still going to be warm in the 60s. Tomorrow's high, 50 degrees, cloudy skies, mist and sprinkles, and then we're back into record territory on Thursday. No records today, but 80 degrees will do it on Thursday. That'll satisfy the records for all three airports. Mostly cloudy, cooler on Friday. Temperatures in the 50s. Over the weekend, we'll be in the mid-40s to low 50s. It is starting to warm up right now. 39 at Dallas International, 46 at BWI Marshall and Reagan National Airport. It's brought to you by New Look Home Design. Right now, save 50% on all roofing materials and labor. And coming up. A long-time mystery finally solved in an important moment in our history. I'm Neil Augenstein. It's 822. Meet the new Congress. This profile brought to you by the American Bankers Association. I am Jasmine Crockett out of the great state of Texas. Representative Jasmine Crockett is a former public defender and served briefly as a state lawmaker in Texas before her rapid rise to Congress. And she has a strong interest in getting young people involved in politics. That is what progress looks like. People who care about our future. Crockett wants to improve people's access to health services and serves on a health care subcommittee of the House Oversight Panel. I'm Mitchell Miller. I'm Rob Nichols, President and CEO of the American Bankers Association. The 118th Congress is open for business with more than 80 new members. The freshman class includes veterans, former Hill staffers, and the first Gen Z member of Congress, each bringing their own experiences and skills. 
America's banks and their 2 million employees look forward to working with the new Congress to grow the economy and give everyone the chance to succeed. Learn more at aba.com slash America's Banks. Y'all feeling lucky? Luke Combs here, and I have an exclusive opportunity for you to win a half a million dollars by joining me in the Living Lucky with Luke Combs lottery experience. And it rains at pours for lucky fans and lottery players who enter to win a chance of a lifetime. Join me in Nashville for a private concert at the iconic Ryman Auditorium in 2024. One lucky winner will have the chance to walk away with a half million dollars at the end of the show. From the Virginia Lottery, learn more at balottery.com slash lucky. Over 70% of federal agencies don't have full knowledge of where their data is stored, impacting agency leaders' ability to make informed decisions and accelerate digital transformation. Cloudera Government Solutions offers data in motion capabilities that helps agencies move any data from any source to any destination, turning your siloed data into strategic assets. Cloudera harnesses modern data architectures to improve visibility and speed analysis with built-in security and governance. Visit cloudera.com slash public for details. This is WTOP News. It's 824. A mystery surrounding a 1962 newspaper photo that captured an important moment in Virginia history is now solved. And it's a story you're hearing only on WTOP. The photo shows a preteen black student being gawked at by white schoolmates on the day he desegregated the Maury Middle School in Fredericksburg. But the newspaper caption just referred to him as a young Negro boy. Researcher Chris Williams wanted to know who the black student at Maury School was. The first student to desegregate it was a young man by the name of Robert Christian. He was 12 years old. And for the first time, Robert Christian told his story. At first, he was hesitant. It was a bit traumatic for him to recount those stories of what he went through in 1962, being the only black boy in the classroom, hearing the N-word every day. It's just one chapter in a new Fredericksburg civil rights walking trail being unveiled this week. Neil Loggenstein, WTLP News. Money news at 25 and 55. Students graduating from college this year with computer science degrees can expect salaries that are 4% lower than a year ago. However, those grads can still expect starting salaries on average of nearly $73,000. That's the prediction from the National Association of Colleges and Employers, which surveyed 170 employers about their salary plans. The survey also found communications and humanities majors are likely to see healthy boosts in starting salaries. Should you post anything on social media if you get laid off? WTOP's Kyle Cooper says you need to be careful. One career coach tells CNN, don't be in a big hurry to post about losing your job. And if and when you do post, first, go soft, meaning you say something like, not sure what my next move will be, but stay tuned. Also express gratitude for the past opportunity while pointing out what value you brought to your former company. Another tip for a follow-up post, keep it short, a few paragraphs at the most. Money news brought to you by Virginia Railway Express, VRE. Forget the traffic jams and parking. Ride VRE. There's plenty of room for your bike or luggage on their trains. Find your next ride at VRE.org. Coming up after traffic and weather, Vladimir Putin suspends Russia's participation in a nuclear arms treaty. It's 826. 
The Greater Washington Board of Trade is the most established and credible regional organization representing businesses, universities, governing entities, and social organizations with the goal of inclusive, sustainable growth. Here is current chair Jermaine Johnson, PNC Bank Regional President, with important regional business insights for 2023. This is Jermaine Johnson, Regional President of PNC Bank. We have over 2,200 PNC employees who live, work, and play here in Greater Washington and across the state of Virginia. Our workforce manages through the 